Déjà vu. <laughs> Hi, welcome. My name is Angelina. My name is Audrey. And you're watching an episode of K-pop Cancelled. Today we're going to be going on Reddit and looking at some unpopular K-pop opinions. Yes. <laughs> I guess I'll keep talking. <laughs> Hi, welcome. This is absolutely not the third time we're doing the intro. Disregard anyone who says otherwise. <laughs> My name is Angelina. My name is Audrey. And today, well, no, you. What? Cut to the what? intro. So today we're going to go on Reddit to unpopular K-pop opinions, and I'm excited to see what they have to say. Yeah. Um, let's just get straight into it. Yeah. So the first one's really interesting. Okay, go. I would immediately sacrifice Ive and the Seraphim to have Ives run back. Oh. <laughs> so let me read this. I think enough time has passed. I think Ive and the Seraphim, especially the latter, how... Oh. The latter? I can't read. <laughs> The latter just means, um, so I think enough time has passed. I like Ive and the Seraphim, especially the latter. So they especially like the Seraphim. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought like the latter. Latter, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> However, I think none of them was worth the eyes when disbandment. Okay. La Seraphim have quite an interesting lineup, but their music is incredibly fast to age, in my honest opinion. Mm. Anti-Fragile is was amazing, but I listened to it recently and realized that I'm already a bit sick of it. Most of the B-sides are okay. Most of them follow the well-established minimalistic route and are nice to hear, but there isn't that much spark, especially after the hype for the era that has passed. This is particularly evident compared to how much I listened to Bloom's album to this day in comparison. Mm. Ive has a bit of the opposite problem. I'm quite indifferent to the lineup per se, but most of the songs age much better. But when I look at the group, I often think that Ives one had a spark as a team that's missing here, plus a much more peculiar image slash concept. I would say my favorite singles from the two groups are Anti-Fragile and Love Dive, and yet I would choose Panorama over both of them. <laughs> Well, I'll just point out right away, they're really not, the, it's not the same group, so, no. but no, I totally get it. I would say that Fearless and Eleven are amazing debuts, but La Vie en Rose conquered my attention a lot more. I would say that some aspects of the concept slash vibe are well executed, but it's nothing compared to the elegant but powerful eyes one vibe. And honestly, both Ivan and Le Seraphim seem to me a bit unfocused about what direction to go. Le Seraphim musically and Ive conceptually. In short, everything... What? I've conceptually... Well, I, I don't really agree. I'm sorry, I'm listening and I don't agree with that. We'll get to it. <laughs> in short, everything is decent or nice enough, but in all things, lineups, singles, albums, concept, I prefer what Eyes One did. In some categories, a slight preference, in other, a strong preference. So, after all, the disbandment just wasn't worth it for me. Why I think this is unpopular? Because all the bad luck of the post-IOI groups have been counterbalanced by a perfect career of the two post-IZON Korean groups. They have many fans and amazing success. Many users also probably didn't even follow IZON and are much more familiar with the new groups. Mm -hmm. Note, this is an ideal scenario which you can consider the groups without worrying for the members' careers, company agreements, and so on. No, I am not a cruel monster who wants the worst for the members as real people. Ugh. We always need to be defensive on that one. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, first of all, you're not a monster no. for thinking that. No. Um, there's plenty of groups I would sacrifice to get 21 back. <laughs> no, in, on a real note, there are plenty of groups I would willingly, wholeheartedly sacrifice to get other groups back. Just not at the same capacity, I think. No, well, okay. Eyes One was meant... <laughs> to be disbanded yeah <laughs> like everybody knew it iy was meant to be disbanded mm -hmm. um yes the iy groups post groups had the curse i wouldn't mostly sacrifice the iy post groups to have iy back than sacrifice the seraphim and i've to have eyes one back it's tricky i wish they could just do both I, no, I wouldn't, no. Why? I would keep Ive and the Seraphim. Yeah, they could do Ive and do the Seraphim and have comebacks with Ives one. Yeah, but I don't 
think then nobody would be jobless for me for me eyes one i didn't follow them i didn't listen to their songs um for me it wasn't as genuine as ioi uh, I don't know IOI. I only okay. know one song from IOI, so I can't say anything yeah. about that. But I do miss Eyes One's concept. Which it was concept? just so elegant. You think? La, 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 yes. And then? I don't know. take a panorama. I liked Eyes One a lot more than IOI. I followed them a lot more than IOI. Even their B-side, I, 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 I. Mm. Beautiful. Mm. They just had what i would consider maybe a more unique concept in k-pop yeah they, they kept the concept what if do you, you mean like i wanted it was like always a different concept mm-hmm. but eyes one was more like it's one concept we will keep it yeah but uh, i don't know i don't think i uh. it's fair it's fair you know i don't think you're a monster for thinking that because i do miss eyes one too i was more of a casual stand but their concept was pretty unique in K-pop. As we literally see, the people who left... Well, everybody left Eyes One. But the people who left to go into different groups are now doing more... It's not quite Girl Crush. I think of it as maybe a neo-Girl Crush. For me, I've is more the Eyes One concept. A little. It's a little It's, it's a, a little of, continuation. Of all the groups that are still like... Because there's what... Le Seraphim, I've... I, there's another group who had an Eyes One member, No. No, I don't think it's only not, two groups. Not that I can think and of off the top artists? of my head. Yeah, pretty much. I thought it was because they're what 11, 12? They were 12. I think so. <laughs> did they all oh, as a casual stand? Don't come for me. Did they all debut it? No, not everyone did. Like now, um, there's have... two members who are going to probably go into Queendom Puzzle. Oh, yeah. They're in talks to go. Yeah, isn't that funny? Yeah. They were created by an M Night. Uh, and next survival back. show yeah. to go into eyes one and now they're going back they might be going back into another eyes um mnet show yeah to it's, possibly it's debut like, again <laughs> it's a bit like too became to one i have no idea about <laughs> that but um i don't know i think it would be cool if they could bring back eyes one but the whole allure of these things is that they're temporary mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um but i think people are starting to not like temporary groups as much no because especially with though. kepler it's with though. kepler and now zero base one yeah i feel like I all I'm, <laughs> i feel like all i'm seeing is people just trashing it mm-hmm. like what's the point of putting your whole heart and soul into a group that you know is not going to last past three years now it's three well it's 2.5 2.5 years i thought it was five oh it's, it was x one was five years and they had you keep bringing up boy groups i have no <laughs> idea what you're talking about <laughs> x one was, was the eyes one of the boy groups yeah, well, it's usually 2.5 years, so it's not a long time at all. Mm-hmm. And yes, you run the risk of any group disbanding before any time, but this is, you know it's going to happen. Yeah. It's in the contract that it's going to happen. That's why I never got it's into Eyes One. That's why yeah. I never got into Eyes One as much as I would have otherwise, because mm-hmm. I did like them, but I was like, you guys are fucking ditching in a year or two, so <laughs> why never buy mind. Why <laughs> if they're going to disband? Light sticks, <laughs> albums, like it's just going to be totally yeah worthless afterwards so that's why i didn't get super fully into eyes one and i see this with kepler as well people just they like the girls but they don't like the music and it's just it feels harder to get into Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so is it an unpopular opinion well a lot of people disagree mostly and uh like disagree that it's an unpopular unpopular or they disagree with the post i don't know how that works the the voting system is weird to me but well anyways, i disagree with the post so you disagree <laughs> i wouldn't brought eyes one back you disagree that okay so you disagree because you wouldn't sacrifice ivor la seraphim exactly. to get eyes on back mm-hmm. honestly mm, it's tricky i'm in the middle i'm unsure because i i did really like eyes one so <laughs> no i wouldn't Ivor is too precious to me <laughs> <laughs> Listen, can we maybe but not i've can we talk about your love of i've sure. recently not that recently though it's a little recent no nah. it was since like love dive well it's news to me 
Because I'm always reticent. I'm always singing their songs. Love Dive. Uh, What's after like you and I? I'm always singing That's their true. songs. That's true. When we went to karaoke, you played, what was it? Af- uh, after Like. After Like. Yeah. Didn't know the lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm always reticent. Well, it's not old news, but I'm always reticent to like Yeah, girl the groups. reluctance to get into girl groups, yeah. which I'm glad you're getting over that now. Mm. Thank God. Mm-hmm. Praise Jesus. <laughs> yeah, it, and it will be cursed. Why would you jinx it like that? <laughs> I'm Take always it back. jinxing myself. <laughs> so the next one is ZB1 shouldn't be called a, four, a fifth gen group. It's a fifth? Everybody, well, not everybody. Let's read this. So I believe this opinion to be unpopular amongst a lot of K-pop fans as people are constantly referring to the group as a fifth gen group. ZB1. Yeah, zero base one. The new, oh, okay, the okay. new, the Bepler. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Boys Bep, <laughs> So... K-pop fans are constantly referring to the group as a fifth-gen group, and many are predicting they'll be fifth-gen leaders. I think it's absolutely absurd, absolutely absurd, in capital letters, that people have just decided to believe that we're now in fifth-gen just because Mnet said ZB1. As far as I know, I don't think Mnet can just define generations whenever they want to. We're comfortably in fifth in, four, in fourth gen. We're comfortably in fourth gen, and even if we're currently in fifth gen, it wouldn't matter right now because we don't just assign a generation when we feel like it. They're applied retroactively. January first, two thousand eighteen, didn't hit, and everybody went, "Okay, gang, we're now in fourth generation. Say goodbye to third generation because it's not a sudden shift. It's a gradual change in sound, visuals, trends, and attitudes that we can really only view clearly after said changes has happened, which takes a while." Mm. I don't even understand the obsession with trying to move on from fourth gen. Some posts on here, I've seen people suddenly deciding that we've entered fifth gen in 2022. Some fans need to understand that Mnet don't own K-pop. At the end of the day, they're just a broadcaster. They're busy today, guys. <laughs> they can say what they want, but it doesn't make it true. Like saying produce wasn't rigged. Tee. Tee. <laughs> <laughs> So let's actually vote. So do we agree that this is an unpopular opinion or do we disagree that it's unpopular? I disagree. I don't think think it's unpopular. This to me is common sense and a very popular opinion. So let's disagree and see what everybody says. Oh, it doesn't work like that. I don't fucking know how to do Reddit. (laughs) (laughs) I thought it would show me the results, but it doesn't. (laughs) Um. I'd say that we are still in fourth gen, mm-hmm. but we do have two groups who are AI generated. And I think fifth gen will be AI generated. <laughs> be a lot more AI. But that is another thing. So I always say, you know, we have second gen K-pop. Then we have gen 2.5. Yeah. BTS, EXO, mm-hmm. BAP, mm-hmm. they're all gen 2.5. Because mm-hmm. yes, Technically, they're in third gen, but we're still seeing these gradual changes of so much eyeliner, melodramatic concepts to an extent, Mm -hmm. while also seeing an increase in difficult choreography. So we're seeing those gradual changes. That's why I say there's gen two and then gen 2.5, then gen three, then gen 3.5, then gen four. We're probably going into gen 4.5. I think it's a bit early to be in 4.5. Well, if we're starting to see these changes, like we're seeing a lot more AI and you just predicted that in fifth Fifth gen, there'll be a lot more AI. AI. Mm -hmm. So I feel like we, it's not always something you're going to see retroactively. I think you can see changes as they're happening and predict what it could be. But I guess in that sense, yes, retroactively, you would have to see it to to know. Um, But yeah, maybe we're going into gen 4.5. I think it's too early for fifth gen. Yeah, it is. If Mnet just came out and said fifth gen is a thing and nobody is in accordance with it. Damn, shit (laughs) is about to going down. (laughs) What the fuck? There's a fire or something. You got the fire, Nike. You gotta drop it like it's hot. She's pretending like she knows she doesn't. Who sings that? Who well, sings that? Who rings the bell? Mm, I thought so. <laughs> Is it 21? Yes, but you knew that Which based one? on my reaction. 
No. What do you mean, which one? Which song? Fire! Oh, that's it. <laughs> We're ending the podcast. This is our Again. last episode. <laughs> I'm out for real. <laughs> it was the last chance. <laughs> I feel like you should know that. I knew it. <laughs> I'm sure you sang it in karaoke. Did you? No, no? I didn't know. Oh, so I know that song. I would hope so. <laughs> anyway, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. All jokes, all jokes. Um, someone literally said, "Trust me, no one's saying no one is calling ZB one for fifth gen except for Emnet themselves." Did they? Apparently, I've been seeing a lot of people reposting something saying that they're fifth gen, and I was like, "You're I just trying know. to make something a thing." If Kepler is fourth, ZB one is fourth. Yeah, because it's it hasn't a, it's even a been a year. year. Yeah, <laughs> it's a year apart, and usually yeah. gens are for on 10 years ish i would say it's yeah. on 10 years so we are on year three of fortune <laughs> are bit. we a bit i'd say for gen is 2020 right oh maybe so yeah technically gen- stray kids and 80s are fourth gen but i would yeah. say it's 3.5 yeah maybe because i feel like 2010 is where people cut off second gen yeah so then after 2010 is third gen yeah but it's 2.5. 2. I think it's 2.5 yeah. because BTS, BAP, XO, XO all had so much I, eyeliner. Um, Where's the eyeliner now, huh? It's gone because it's a second gen thing. <laughs> it's coming and back. And gen 2.5. <laughs> well, it's a specific amount of eyeliner. Like now I feel like they do smoky eyes and stuff. Mm-hmm. But it was like hardcore eyeliner. Yeah. Even for girl groups, the eyeliner was very thick. And now it's super thin and beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, but before More it was subtle. very harsh, mm-hmm. unpopular, no, popular opinion. Because who, Mnet, we don't trust a goddamn thing Mnet if says. If we don't trust the ranking of the groups of the survival show, we don't trust the, it's a fifth gen thing. Yeah, and if fourth gen literally started in 2020, which would make sense if we're going by a 10 year period. Yeah. We're not even near fifth gen. Yeah, it feels like fourth gen has been forever. Mm-hmm. But, but I have no concept of time to begin with, so don't trust me. But <laughs> Technically, we could still actually be in gen 3.5 if we think, think about so? it. Yeah, because it would be 2018, 19, 20, 1, 2, 3. So it will be five years. Well, no, because if we did the cutoff for second gen at 2010, mm-hmm. 2011, 2012, 2013, we all had BAPXO. I keep mentioning them. Until 15. That's what I considered 2.5. Yeah. But it was technically the beginning of third gen. Mm-hmm. So if this is the beginning of fourth gen, it could technically be gen 3.5. Nah. Nah, I think the beginning of 3.5 was 2018. And we are now since 2020 in fourth gen. Because obviously the difference between Blackpink and ITZY... There's a big difference. I feel like fourth gen is more into either teen crush or now we're getting into neo girl crush. Yes. And I feel like neo girl crush is going to be fourth gen's thing. Because yes. teen crush, which I think is more popular in gen 3.5, is just an extension of what was popular in third gen. Mm. But we both disagree with this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's not fifth gen. No. No. no thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. Next. <laughs> thank you. Next. So this one. Someone insulting your faves does not warrant you insulting theirs back. Hmm? If someone insulting <laughs> your faves does not... Someone insulting your faves does not warrant you insulting theirs back. Okay. K-pop slash stand Twitter culture is so toxic and interesting. Amid this week's... Tr- oh, I don't want to read this, actually. <laughs> okay. <Let's-> Next. <laughs> International fans have made Korean pop far more toxic than before. Ooh, Ooh. that sounds a little unpopular. Yeah. The size of the market has increased so much that companies are successfully capitalizing on it by sacrificing the well-being of their employees, even more so than before, because of the fact that their greed can be satiated by the unsatiable demand for Korean pop from international fans that have no discretion in their choice of song. Before, there were a ton of unknown groups that would fade out of existence without any Korean fan knowing because there simply wasn't enough demand for a large enough audience to sustain their existence. 
Nowadays, there are tons of groups from unknown entertainment agencies turning profits for their respective companies because of the international fans that support them. Purposefully ignorant or unknowingly supporting an industry that has always been parasocial, unsustainable, and exploitative. I mean, that's... I don't agree. What does having a small company have to do with that? Nothing. That's any company. Nothing. Listening to K-pop is supporting an entertainment industry that has not been meaningfully regulated in any capacity. And the slave contracts that many of the idols are tied to will not change because someone in a foreign country cries about it on social media. I mean, you're right. But in fact, the publicity will encourage more Koreans and foreigners to try and become idols, which will likely lead to them being employed by a smaller, lesser known company that has an exponentially higher chance of drafting a contract that will put a naive minor slash young adult into a precarious situation. Stripping them of a proper education in future because they wanted to chase a pipe dream unless they are part of high YG JYPSM. Even if they manage to survive the trainee phase of one of these large companies, the likelihood of being underpaid or indebted remains high. If said person manages to break into the 1% of K-pop groups that become successful, the risk of mental illness remains or increases because their career is entirely dependent upon the fickle attention of an audience that will consume anything they find catchy rather than meaningful or talented. Korean companies do not care about workers' rights, and it would be wrong to assume that just because entertainers are in the public eye, they are treated in a proper way. The abuse seen or discussed on survival shows, competitions, behind-the-scenes vlogs, interviews is only the surface of what actually happens. Behind closed doors, humans are being pushed to the brink of their capabilities to become an idol, and the pressure has only increased with the accessible amounts of profit that is achieved because international fans have no standards. Damn, this is... <laughs> That's art. This is... Okay. <laughs> The situation before Korean pop broke into mainstream music was and remains terrible, but the scope of abuse was much, much smaller compared to now. Companies are given a culpable, intangible impetus to hire and exploit since they can be immediately rewarded by the international market for simply releasing music. I definitely disagree with that. Me too. That's a hard disagree. (laughs) This is like you're literally blaming international stands. For the abuse that is found within the entertainment industry, mm-hmm. which is not exclusive to K-pop. No. Absolutely not. We hear horror stories all the time. We don't know what, like, fully the extent of what happens to people in the entertainment industry behind closed doors. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's, I don't know. I think it's so much more complicated than that. And this is just, like, the simple version, like, a simplified version of events that i still don't agree with entirely did i understand well that they said that there's a lot of groups before who we didn't know they existed and they disbanded but now we know all the groups yeah groups have more opportunity to to make money i don't think so though i don't i don't believe that either i think I think to an extent, but there are so many groups who who debut that we might have a them. little bit of a of success, and then we don't hear from them again because it just wasn't successful enough. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't survive on just making a little bit of money. No, you could have a few fans. That's not enough. No, it's not. You need to make enough money for your company to want to sustain you. It just feels like we're being blamed for the horrible things happening. Like this world is exploitative. No matter what, if there is a profit to be made, you best believe a profit is going to be made at any expense. So I disagree with that. It's just that it's more noticeable now. Well, yeah, more eyes on it. Yeah, it was still, they were still making profit of them. They were still like having the worst stuff happening to them. But now we just know because it's more accessible. Yeah. Before it wasn't. It was behind closed door and nobody talked about that. Yeah. Except like in talk shows when they say stuff, but it's a joke. So nobody take it seriously. But now if they say stuff, it's not a joke anymore. It's true. Even if it was true before. Yeah. Well, one of the comments says, so you're saying it's the fans fault that companies treat their employees like shit. (laughs) (laughs) And then I'm sorry, but this is pretty one sided as if the era of K-pop before international recognition was any better. Probably even worse. Yeah. The influence of international fans made the Korean industry more open to different ideas and standards. Heck, back in the day, they would never debut a girl group that is not underweight. True. We actually talked about that in the last episode. Yeah. International fans are calling out the issues of this industry and its toxicity is not because of our support. It's just toxic on its own. Mm -hmm. 
but yes, this is a good wake up call for us international fans to do better in calling out the flaws of the entertainment companies and not just blindly support our idols. That's I think that's a super healthy response to that. Like, I don't agree, but actually we could do better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I could never. <laughs> I could never. That's so healthy and like level headed thing to say. I love it though, honestly. But mm-hmm. yeah, interesting opinion. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, Lisa's uncensored version of money is useless. A short take, but I find the uncensored version of money that Lisa performed recently on Coachella. Pretty useless. The F word doesn't add any emphasis on the meaning of the song. It's just there to be there. We literally talked about this this morning. Did I that? Did, did you write this? It actually makes the song worse and less enjoyable as it kind of contrasts with the flow and breaks it. It also has nothing to do with hyping up the crowd or anything. And while I don't find idols swearing in their songs a put off, this one just ruined the song for me. The reason I think this is unpopular is that I came across a lot of posts and comments praising the new version and saying that Lisa should release the uncensored version instead. P.S. I'm not sure if this is the right flair, but I'll just go with it. So mostly people agree with this. I totally agree. <laughs> That's interesting. Um, it's just, it's just, it doesn't need to be. It doesn't vulgar. need to be there. No. I thought it was just clearer clear of what because i yeah you thought it was like i need to drop some money it was like i, I came here to i drop. can be the drop oh some yeah. Money. yeah drop your fucking money maybe it wouldn't no. have been clear but i didn't think too much into it i thought oh you know she changed it for coachella that's a fun little shall we can you call it an easter egg because the locals wouldn't know the difference no but, they wouldn't know but stands would be like oh she changed the lyric i thought it was just a cute little thing that's all i thought mm but you you hate it no I horrible don't like it. horrendous <laughs> i've never said that <laughs> it just doesn't it's not necessary fair enough fair enough and i don't care if they swear if i don't swear it's not because it's swearing it's just unnecessary because it's only two lyrics it's not the whole song where she changed words right it's just that in the uh, the chorus yeah oh. i came here to drop some money drop your fucking money yeah drop some money motherfucking money yeah no. I, i see where people are coming from though i'm not gonna lie <laughs> it's cringe for me it's a bit cringe though no i don't know again I it's not super necessary it. so it's like i don't know a tongue twister a bit maybe let us know in the comments what you know. think This one, Hype Boy's chorus is annoying. Cause I know what you like, boy. You're mine. Can't make a hype boy. <laughs> Another misheard lyric. So now I know this opinion isn't popular for obvious reasons. The song is extremely popular on the charts with so many monthly listeners. The song is even said to have saved K-pop 2022 Ugh. with its refreshing concept and the choreo for the chorus is also very replayed. The rest of the song is a total vibe. My favorite part is the post-chorus. It'd be a total bop for me if the chorus was excluded. I think I have something against New Jeans choruses as I also found the attention, especially an OMG choruses, underwhelming while enjoying the verses. What's even funnier is that I liked Zero's chorus, which is one of the many which is That's the worst which is one many want to exclude for being empty weird because it reminds me of squid game oh yes it is you said it's, that too it's the sample of that's it i don't think it's a sample it's i don't think you can't say it is if we don't know i'm sure it is but hype boys chorus i hated it at first it really? reminds me of an sm chorus It's just full of weird fucking sounds that don't match together. I would say the pre-chorus sounds. No, listen to the chorus instrumentals. It's just a bunch of stuff that don't make sense in my opinion. See, that's even not, the beginning. Yeah, that's not the that's the pre-chorus though. So many sounds. Can't play too much of it, but I'd say Cookie is the worst. Yeah. <laughs> cookie and Zero, I can't. I mean, it grows on you, but... No, not Cookie. Ooh. Overdancing is worse than underdancing. 
This Ooh, is um, overdance though. I think a lot of people say ATs. Some members overdance, like, like San, San and stuff. Dance. So. This is unpopular because, for one, I've never seen anyone talk about this topic. Usually people will see someone giving all their energy and think they're going so hard in a good way, but they actually look very unorganized and uncoordinated. In some cases, overdancing is just as bad, if not worse, than underdancing. I would rather see someone giving 70% in a dance than giving over 200%. This is unpopular already. <laughs> How can you actually, give 200% if you give... 70% while dancing. No, that's not what they're saying. They would rather see someone give 70% so they need than 200. instead okay. of 200. Okay. And I don't want to get this confused with people who actually give it their all while dancing. Perfect coordination, in sync footwork, high yet stable energy, and people who are doing too much, going faster than the rest of the group. Moves are over dramatized. They're dancing so hard that it looks sloppy. Also, if they're not in sync with the rest of the group's percentage in dancing, then it throws the whole balance off. Also, I find people to dance too hard to give off secondhand embarrassment. One example would be Soul from P1 Harmony. While I think he's a good dancer, there have been numerous times that he just overdid it. I went to both their tours in America, and during those tours, they will have a little dance break for him, which both dance breaks, I look away. Oh my god, why are you looking away? Why? He's the main dancer. <laughs> <laughs> I look away because I get a bit of secondhand embarrassment. What the fuck? He does this trick where he goes to the ground to perform a move, but it's so sloppy. It just... It looks like he just falls straight down on the floor. He also tries dancing super fast and it doesn't work for him, in my opinion, obviously. It's very clumsy, like almost like a fish out of water. Same when he dances with them in a group. He's the one person who seems to be out dancing all of them and not in a good way. He over-dramatizes his moves to the point it looks like it's making fun of the dance. Someone who I feel gives a lot of energy but doesn't overdo it, Nikki from Enhypen. He gives great energy, great coordination, does the dance perfectly to a T, and gives the energy that is needed whilst not being too much or too less. I'm very curious to see what others have to say. For one, can over-dancing be worse than under-dancing? Is there any idol you might feel belong in this argument? I'm curious to Do see. Do you think it's the same thing as being classically trained vocally and idly trained vocally? Because no. if you take Soul and Nikki, for example, mm -hmm. Nikki was classically trained to be a dancer. He danced since like he's three and stuff. Soul, I don't know. I think he's the main he's the main dancer, I think, but maybe it's he's idol trained to be a dancer. Maybe. Because you know, a lot of people say San overdoes it sometimes. Yeah. And he was never really a dancer. No, he was idol trained to be a dancer. Yeah. Um, it really depends. I do agree. It definitely throws off the balance of the group. If you're watching a fan cam. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, in like music shows where there it's very dynamic, the movement of the camera and everything, I don't really notice it. Me either. But I definitely do notice it in ATs mm. for fan cam specifically, mm. where I don't I don't want to say like that they're not in sync, but they're not perfectly in sync. But that's that's the vibe, like that's the style. Like compared to a group like Seventeen, we've mentioned before. Though we were far, <laughs> they were very in sync. <laughs> very in sync. <laughs> very in sync little ants on the stage that we yeah. couldn't see. But yeah, yeah, it's a difference of style for sure. Um, but some people do think it throws off the balance of the performance, mm. which I can see sometimes. Because mm -hmm. I often mention stage presence wise. There are some idols within specific groups where their stage presence is so amazing And then suddenly you cut to another member who blank face, not really giving too much, and it doesn't feel balanced at all. Mm -hmm. So I've noticed that with G Idol and their maybe earlier performances. I haven't seen a ton of recent performances, but you see like someone like Soyeon who's like really giving it her all, and then it cuts to someone else who might have a completely blank face. So I see the argument here. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I agree, but I. <laughs> Poor soul. <laughs> Poor soul, yeah. But imagine, like, paying to go to two concerts. Two concerts. And looking two away. And looking away at the same dance solo. Yeah. Don't look and away. And soul is so funny. I'm sorry. I don't really know P when I'm ready, but I know that soul is a weird child. <laughs> uh, I don't know either, but... <laughs> Kiho said that, so... And, yeah, like, just enjoy. Don't get embarrassed. Like, what the That's fuck? sad, 
though i feel really bad that you you like you would look away at your faves and feel embarrassed for them i think like you know it's fair to criticize but if you're at a concert oh my god anyways i would prefer over dancing compared to under dancing me too because i've strayed away from many groups because they might be under dancing mm -hmm. and i just wasn't vibing with the performances mm. but over dancing i feel like hey the effort's there even if it might look a little weird the effort's there i'd say if you're over dancing to the point that you can sing your song i wouldn't really like it okay yeah but if you're under dancing to the point that you can it's it's a choice to sing better yeah it's okay but if it's mm -hmm. like because sometimes when you're under dancing it's usually you're called the lazy dancer well if you are a lazy dancer and you're singing i think that's amazing yeah the most recent example i wouldn't consider it lazy dancing but it was altering the choreography in the i've i am promotions mm. Eugen, she wouldn't do the jump for the the chorus yeah And I think that was to prioritize her vocals. Yeah. So in cases like that, absolutely. I would rather see you under dance while singing But than anything. But sometimes there's choreography that are made to not, for the, the main vocal to not jump to do the high, vo high note. Not always. I But feel they like, don't do it. I feel like fourth gen doesn't give a shit. True. Like, it was mostly for, in second and For Ning Ning in Black Mamba, yeah. she does her high note and sometimes she's down she's on the on ground the doing the high note and like, yeah, she yeah. was not, that song was not meant to be performed no. live mm -hmm. and like you can tell. Mm -hmm. So I guess it depends for sure. I'm trying to find one. Me too. <gasps> oh, I kind of agree with this one. Mm. Jenny's You and Me should have stayed in YG's dungeon. Unpopular because I've seen many people blanks love this song when she debuted it during their tour. In my opinion, Jenny has simultaneously the best solo and worst You and Me solos out of all the BP solo tracks. Pretty straightforward opinion. I don't have much to say about it. To me, it's just so lackluster and sounds like a demo of a song that if that makes sense i know it stopped being quality over quantity some time ago for the girls but this song to me is just so bad i wish she'd come out with something different for her second solo song and had showcased it as an actual comeback and left you and me in the drafts i have a question uh, not a question i have a conspirational theory shoot what if you and me is the sample because it's not out yet officially Yeah, I guess you would consider it a demo already. So it's the demo. Yeah. We don't know if it's the official solo or not. She might never release it. Maybe. I think... Maybe it's a special stage and that's it. Maybe. Because some... Okay. Monster X Sambakja, it's, it's a unit with I Am and Juhan. They only performed it during a world tour. They never released it. Mm -hmm. And every Mombebe wants that song to be officially released. Uh. <laughs> so maybe maybe not because it's blackpink and yg and yeah but maybe you and me is the demo maybe it would never yes. see the lights of the days because if you think of it jenny solo came out in what 2018 yeah i think so how many world tours have they had since 2018 <laughs> two yeah how many times is that poor girl gonna just perform solo <laughs> like she they've had plenty of world tours where she performs solo This next world tour, they need to do it. They, they, they need have to, have to switch it up. Yeah. They don't have enough songs. They mm -hmm. had to pull something out of the fucking dungeon. And so, people are well. I'm tired of them doing covers. Yeah. <laughs> so they need solo songs. I feel bad for the for the people who went to the first half of the tour and they had Jesus cover of Liar. Yeah. And then the second half, they got It's her solo far. song. Mm -hmm. See that why that's too. why there was no reason that ATs couldn't perform Halazia for mm -hmm. the second half of their tour. There was no reason. They didn't do it, right? They didn't. Yeah. And people were like chanting Halazia Halazia. Yeah. And then I remember people getting mad, like, that's so rude that you guys are chanting Halazia. I would have chant Halazia too. I would fucking want to hear it too. What do you mean it's rude? Mm -hmm. You never know. Maybe it's like gonna be a special stage and you're all excited. Just, and just like um Leaders. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah. They released it. They didn't perform and they it. They didn't perform it, but they 
kind of did it in the Asian yeah, part of the, the tour. The the Seoul tr- uh, set list was different from the rest of the yeah. set list. So there was no reason ATs didn't perform Halizia. Come on. <laughs> and the people getting mad about people wanting them to perform Halizia, like, get a fucking grip. Yeah. Uh, you would want to hear it too. Yeah. Come on. Anyways. <laughs> I agree. I just, I think lyrically... And the sound and everything, it does sound very underdeveloped. I just don't. I'm sorry. I love you. Straight to your dome like is pretty lyrically. Shut up. That is amazing. (laughs) How could you? Did you just not say you like Sherry's episode? And now you're stabbing her in the back with this? I just don't get the lyrics of that one. (laughs) Straight. Because taste that pink venom. Okay. The pink venom. That's a blackpink has is pink venom yeah and it goes straight to your head it's addictive blackpink is addictive so dome is your head yes oh see i'm not I, I <laughs> we didn't know that either didn't know. <laughs> we had to google what that meant <laughs> that's what sherry said She's like it wasn't in our generation <laughs> <laughs> straight to your dome <laughs> straight to your dome like <laughs> Whoa. I literally thought it was like a concert, a dome. A concert I dome. It was a dome, like straight to your concert dome, like Tokyo Dome. I don't fucking know. That's the only time I've heard dome. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? Why is it so genius about that? <laughs> Sherry explained it to me. <laughs> yeah, listen to Sherry. I should. <laughs> um, but lyrically, you know, I love you and me, dancing, dancing. by the moonlight, yeah, and true. then. I hate it. You hate it? Yeah. Oh. It's not my thing. And then like, look at you and look at me. It's like this. They've just, they've just referenced that so many times in their songs. Like twice, but twice is enough. I think so. Okay. Just, I think it should have stayed in the dungeon. I think it's a demo. I don't think it will be released. I think it's still in the dungeon. Yeah. I think it's cute. Yeah. Everybody, it's a cute thing for fans. Absolutely. But it's, I wouldn't want it to be released. It's not my favorite. Hmm. But then again, I don't like a lot of their solos, so. Now I have it in my head. I love you and me. Dancing Dancing in the the moonlight. I just picture Sailor Moon. Mm, Interesting. Don't you? Not really. No? (laughs) Not even on the stage. It's like a moon with, it's kind of a moon and their shadows dancing in front. I don't. Really I just picture Sailor Moon and Tuxedo Max saving evil by moonlight. <laughs> I don't know the lyrics. love by daylight. is a warning, Sailor Moon. The next one. Companies really need to invest more in Western consultation. Okay. This is something I've been thinking about for a while, and I'm sure it already exists to a certain extent. I am extremely surprised by some of the choices made by K-pop companies regarding visuals, lyrics, and song titles when it comes to the inclusion of Western themes and phrases. Most recently, I thought about this listening to Tempest's recent mini-album, where one of the B-sides is named Freak Show. I'm not saying necessarily that this is ableist, but I feel okay. But I feel like in general, Western countries perceive freak shows as a bad stain on our cultural society, on our cultural history. Hard disagree right away. Me too. Freak show, I mean, yeah, it can be bad, but it can also be. You can also lean into that to be kind of campy. Campy. Yeah. Like a camping. No, we're not gonna go through this again. <laughs> like the style (laughs) i'm such a boomer (laughs) yeah but i feel like the use of stop it i feel like the use of the term here is tone deaf and cringy if you're gonna call freak show ableist and then use tone tone deaf deaf, (laughs) it's a bad choice of words right there (laughs) well they said they they're not saying it's 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 ableist but anyways Another example I can think of is related to the recent controversy with Chang from Twice. The QAnon shirt was a blatant oversight from that her company, I, I agree. and I honestly think she, they should have been paying closer attention to Idol's mm-hmm. personal wardrobes as well regarding the other shirt she wore on Instagram. I will say, um, not even a lot of Americans are confused about QAnon. I don't even know what it is, but it's I feel a, like it's the same. It's the same discussion of 
cornrow hairstyle i have something to say about that but i'll just finish this i'm sure that k-pop companies do hire western cultural experts to screen things for things like this but they really need to up their game in my opinion also if they're these are western producers writing these songs they need to think harder and be more forthcoming with the context of some of the phrases they're using there are probably more examples but these two stood out to me the most i think this is unpopular because some people may think it is not as prevalent of an issue or in some cases deep enough to be considered inappropriate mm. so most people do definitely agree they agree yeah they agree that k-pop companies should hire more western consults but the qanon shirt i know like i asked an american friend and she was like i don't even know what qanon is so even if you did hire a western consultant well i suppose you can't you should be aware of that stuff but you can't know everything but if that's your job is to know everything then i get the point yeah but Um, i don't think they even do hire western that's the people. thing. I Some people point out that idols do wear cornrows or they do do more problematic stuff like that because it's good PR. Mm-hmm. It's something that they can quickly apologize yeah, for and yeah. then people kind of get over it. Or, you know, you, we see a lot of K-pop stands. They're, they're fighting to, to save their idol's image and name by going on Twitter and trending different things to counteract what other things are being trended about their idols. Mm-hmm. The thing is, yes, there is a lot of Western artists who wrote the songs for uh, K-pop groups. Yeah. But is Europe and Russia, it's in Asia, but is... That's Western. Is it Western? Yeah, it's Western. Is it considered? Okay, because... Australia is considered Western, too. Okay, because America, Europe, Australia, yes, it's Western, but it's not the same culture. It's not the same... For Europe and Australia, freak show can mean something else as in North or South America. That's true, actually. So even if you hire an American person to monitor the stuff that they're writing or I get wearing, where you, I get where you're going with that. Go, it won't be the same for everybody on the planet. But like, if that's your job, though, is to know these differences, yeah. But then that makes you sense. will be mostly specified. Not necessarily because North if you're America. a citizen of the internet, you tend to learn these things. Like I didn't personally fully know about QAnon, but I hear it constantly in like right wing speech. Like I'm not in America, but I'm still very much aware of like a lot of political things happening in the U.S. So you can be aware of all these things and then that becomes your job if it's your job you have to know i would say i would mostly spot make america great again then QAnon. yeah well exactly and in europe they would probably recognize that too but not QAnon. no but if that's your job then you know so they will have to google everything well no because you just know this like i like i said i didn't know fully about QAnon, but i've heard of QAnon, mm. and i'm not even american mm. So just being on the internet yeah, but and understanding what people expect. Yes, but I think it's because mostly because of younger people are more inclined to stay on internet and grow and learn about that and be into the internet culture. If they're hiring someone, it would be someone in their 50s. Not who necessarily. Will, who will be staying in their knowledge. No, 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 no. Because there's even new... Um, new jobs like intimacy coordinators on tv shows that didn't exist back then what is that so if there's like um sex scenes in movies Mm -hmm. before it wasn't coordinated professionally and you could have people walking around naked or you could have you could have things happen that aren't ideal but now there's a specifically new job called intimacy coordinator where this person talks you through everything they make sure there's barriers between you and your partner they make sure you're comfortable they make sure if you're not comfortable doing that you don't do that Mm -hmm. that didn't exist before Mm -hmm. so it's a new job and i see like this girl on tiktok she's very young and that's her job and she works on tv shows and all that stuff Mm -hmm. so there's new opportunities for new jobs and and younger people to to partake in those jobs but i don't think k-pop companies care enough because sometimes I think it is strategic. It is strategic to to have uh, box braids or or do something that could potentially offend people. And you know it'll offend people, but you can apologize and swipe it under the rug. And fans are not, 
they're not going to hold on to it forever a lot of them anyways because they don't want that bad image of their idol Mm -hmm. so it's it's easier to just sweep it under the rug and forget about it and you know make people forget yeah that's why i said it would be mostly someone in their 50s that will be staying in their knowledge because they don't really care but that wouldn't be their job no it would just be like is it okay yeah it's okay and then that's it well that wouldn't be their job (laughs) anyways i don't know i think if there was like western consultation i don't think that's a current popular job i think you would need to make way for this new career like they did for intimacy coordination on tv shows now Mm -hmm. but anyways i think it's an interesting idea um but the media thrives on small controversies even any any publicity is good publicity literally yeah so Mm -hmm. i don't know how well that works Mm -hmm. shall we find one more yeah dancing in the moonlight i don't see a problem with solo stands who don't hate the other members so i just became a toxic solo one young thing so i feel (laughs) like we should talk about this one (laughs) and i also well i'll talk about it later but As we all know, a solo stand is any K-pop fan who only stands one member of a certain group. And as we all know, solo stands are almost always talked about pretty negatively. I'm not a solo stand myself, but there are several groups in which I didn't find myself focusing on all the members the exact same amount of time. And even some of which my focus was more or less limited to one member until I gradually got to know the other members. So I can't say I don't understand the idea of only standing one member of a group, even if I haven't done it yet. So as per the title, as long as solo stands don't hate the other members, try to insult them or praise their favorite member, or otherwise spread unconstructive comments and negativity about the full group, I don't see the problem with them. They're free to consume the group's content any way they please, and I don't personally see the point in policing someone's harmless preferences like that. The reason I think this is unpopular is because it's hard to come across the term solo stand without the word toxic right before... I literally just said I'm a toxic someone in solo stand. <laughs> And I think this has given a lot of fans the wrong idea about what a solo stand is and an assumption that standing only one member is inherently toxic when it's just a personal choice that doesn't include hating on the other members in and of itself. What do you think? So is a not toxic solo stand just someone who is biased? Yeah, I guess so. Like when you say my bias is X person, technically you're a untoxic solo stand no yes but when you ask people that they'll be like but i love all the members equally i just love this one like a smidgen more Mm -hmm. this person like me i love one young Mm -hmm. there's nothing against the other members i just don't fucking know them (laughs) well you know liz i you can't you can tell you can tell apart everyone right Except Ray, because she's not there anymore. Ray's, yeah. For now. <laughs> I'm like a baby with no object permanence. Mm-hmm. So if someone's not there, they don't exist to me. So unfortunately, Ray not being there. <laughs> I just, who is she? I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, um, I don't know. I just think it's stupid to police the way people want to enjoy K-pop. Like, I've seen people post TikToks about this as well. Like, you can be a solo stand if you meet these requirements. And it's like, no, you can do whatever the hell you want. Be a solo stand. I don't give a shit. People are so toxic on the internet. Mm -hmm. And maybe it's just me because I read a lot of comments, like my own comments. Your preaching isn't going to change anyone's mind. Mm -hmm. People are shit and they're going to continue to be shit like you can be a solo stand i don't think there's anything wrong with just liking one member some other members might be insufferable as hell what do you know yeah (laughs) just because you're blinded by your love from them doesn't mean that everyone has to be too do you think solo stand are legit baby fan of the group and they only notice one person like i obviously i'm a baby i've stand so maybe that's why i'm a toxic one known solo stand but it's somebody oftentimes it is quite toxic i'll admit because like okay if we take for example and mix i don't know them at all mm-hmm. i know only one person lily that's it so i'm but a you solo only, stand. no you only know her you yeah. don't stand and mix you don't love lily with all your heart would you die for lily no would you take a bullet for lily no solo stand you are not okay. <laughs> <laughs> would closed. i take a bullet for anyone no <laughs> so 
So I'm she's sorry. an auntie of everyone. I'm okay, sorry. good to know. <laughs> like no. Sherry would take a bullet for Jenny. But I feel like she'd probably take a bullet for all of them. For all so of them. Who, who fucking knows, right? <laughs> she would jump left and right and center for yeah, them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she'd give everything for those girls but it would be like if sherry only liked jenny mm. she thinks all the other members aren't talented and she doesn't like any other members i don't that's a toxic solo stand i don't yeah that. you have people who are like ot1 or ot2 of a group so you only like one or two members the rest of them you don't like people have a huge issue with that but i don't I think it's okay because sometimes you only like those two members. Maybe yeah. you just don't vibe with the personality of the other two members. You don't like their performances. I don't know. Am I speaking from personal, <laughs> personal anecdotal experience? We won't name the group. But yes, there are some groups where you just like two members mm -hmm. or you just like one member. And I don't, you just can't police what people do. What about people who dislike one member? That's fair too. Maybe am I toxic actually no, to think I just, that this I, is fair? I'm genuinely curious about that. There's always one member who gives me the ick. Yeah, me too. I've tell <laughs> I only say it in our group chat because I'm actually terrified to say it in real life. Yeah. But my alts, I go through <laughs> one member specifically who gives me the ick. Yeah. And then I get over that. Actually, I will talk about it because I don't have the ick for this person anymore. Okay. Mingi from ATs. <laughs> true. I used to hate him and I don't know why. Yeah, true. I didn't have any really good valid reasons to hating him. I just, he gave me the ick. Straight up gave me the ick. He has since been replaced with another member whom I won't name. <laughs> But then I saw him in concert. Oh. Holy fucking shit. My goodness. He's the best. <laughs> His performance his stage presence Ugh. his passion his everything really reignited my love for him mm -hmm. and i haven't hated him <laughs> that sounds so bad but i really love him he's literally in your bias you know, line. You know yeah. this mm -hmm. i used to be too ho biased yeah i'm sorry too ho who are you i can't see you yeah it's literally it's, mingy's it's literally mingy. my new bias in at so mm -hmm. i feel comfortable in saying this mm -hmm. that he did used to give me the ick But now I love him to death. Is that inherently toxic? Sure. Maybe. But no. don't act like you're so much better than everybody. Mm -hmm. Don't act like you've never had these thoughts. That's what I hate about K-pop stands is that there's so much toxic positivity. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, I've never thought that in my life. Bullshit. You just are too afraid to admit it. True. There's a member from 17 who before he gave me the hick. Mm-hmm. And now I'm okay with that. I grew out of it. But yeah. should I name drop the guy from Seventeen? Do <laughs> it. Well, yeah, do it. It was Jungan. Jungan. Yeah, <gasps> he was. I like. He was the first member that I that noticed. You noticed. Yeah. Yeah. Because he had long hair. Yeah, it's pretty much always him who people notice him. I I guess I have a problem with flower boys in boy groups. Oh yeah i think okay. so i think i have a problem with that i think it's too i don't know it cringed me a bit so yeah i was he gave me the hick and i just think that's okay yeah like i don't think that's i don't think that's super toxic a lot of people will totally disagree and say you have to love every single member equally i don't agree You can love one member. You can love two members. Who are you to police what people love? I'm pretty sure even in, in your group friends, there's people who are your friends. That your you, favorite friends? They're not your favorite <laughs> friends. You don't really vibe as much with them. Yeah, that's totally fair. Yeah. And you don't know these people. So your basis on whether you like them or not is based purely on on impression impressions impressions yeah so i don't think it's that deep either if i don't like that person i just i don't vibe with them but i don't know them on a personal level so it's really not that harsh <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i just see people so passionate about solo standing It's because they say it out loud i maybe maybe they're too passionate to solo stand Yeah, I totally agree. If you're out here spreading hate and everything, yeah. that, that's not cool. Um, but just the simple act of being a solo sen, I don't think is horrible. No. No. So. Because Wan Young is your bias. I would jump off a plane for her. <laughs> <laughs> just like her in I Am. Yeah, that was a cool flip. 
<gasps> that was the best transition ever. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's the meme that's like Marvel has the best transitions. Yeah, you did. Right? I did that. Yeah. I don't. I don't get what it means though. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I just. I saw a lot of. <laughs> no i just see i just see it a lot so i i copied it but i don't know what it well, means it's basically a transition like one young though yeah but like i don't know marvel films to be able to be like oh yes this is amazing transitional material yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but yeah <laughs> so thank you for joining us don't forget to leave in the comments down below if you agree with these opinions or you disagree or mm-hmm. if you agree that they're unpopular or not that's where it gets complicated because you yeah. can't you don't agree or disagree with the opinion itself it's, you agree or disagree if it's, it's unpopular, unpopular. Mm-hmm. so yeah. <laughs> we'll see you guys next time don't forget to like comment and share this video with friends you don't have bye, bye. we didn't do any of our oh mo <laughs> i'm trying to find a song there's that. you know we're, we might have to cut it down to shizake yeah there was another one isn't there shidake in bambi (laughs) (laughs) so no don't cut it to shidake because i will fight you